0: we mm-hmm. And good evening to you wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you. Along with our co-host Chris Whitler, hey howdy hey, and Chris, one of the very few times that our faithful predecessor, the inimitable Mister Owl, is not with us. I he, know, I feel yeah, like yeah. Well, his his car is not being faithful today. <laughs> Something's missing. Something's but he's praying for us from afar, which, Good. which, which is okay. He is a master mechanic, as you know. Al is gifted. If the thing has an engine, he can fix it absolutely. Uh, incredibly gifted. In He's that a
1: guy way. I should get to know because yeah, well, I am the yeah. opposite of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he is a good guy to know. By the way, friends, if you'd like to take a look at new opportunities to serve here in the uh, Stanislaus County area, check out our website. It's www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. You right, can Chris?
1: like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and do whatever – add us to your circle on Google+.
0: Plus. Even doing Google+. Plus, and I'm glad you're handling all that, Chris, because it's beyond – you know, I'm, I tried to be a twit, but I'm not. Does that and,
1: <laughs> Wait, I, that means I am. Well, no, that
0: doesn't mean that's right. I tweet. <laughs> that doesn't make me a twit, no, though. Or I may be a twit for other reasons. I, I, I don't know that. But anyway, friends, again, welcome to Lighthouse Live. And tonight we have the opportunity in just a couple of minutes, uh, to talk about a wonderful uh, ministry happening with Youth for Christ here. Teresa will be introduced to you and a uh, special guest in just a minute. And this is a, a really cool thing. He is making his way from the West Coast across America to see what God is doing. And we're going to be talking to him in just a minute. Before we do that, though, uh, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs.
2: What will people do when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do if they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks.
1: In the past year, the Voice of the Martyrs has established safe houses for Christian converts from more than 15 countries, including Colombia and Somalia. Persecuted believers often need a place to escape immediate danger from extremists, government authorities, and even family members who become angry because they have turned to Christ or because they are leading others to Him. At a safe house, they receive pastoral care, job training, and child care. Some relocate, but many return to the very communities from which they fled, determined to share the gospel with their neighbors. For more on VOM Safe Houses, go
0: online to persecution.com. And back with you live here on Lighthouse Live. You know, a good reminder, Chris, we enjoy so many blessings of freedom to meet and exercise uh, our beliefs, at least right now in, in today's culture, but many places around the world where you don't have that freedom. And a reminder to keep our brothers and sisters in prayer of the yeah. persecuted church around the nation. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, just a reminder, too, friends, coming up this Sunday, if you're listening live to us, coming up this Sunday, we'll be at Grace Lutheran Church with Pastor Tim Huber. This will be a, a really cool time, Chris. The, you know, many churches are, are are joining us as we're rolling out this Meet the Need technology mm-hmm. so that we can share opportunities uh, to serve all across the uh, the body of Christ within any community, and uh, Grace Lutheran has, I mean, they are absolutely passionate about this. In fact, they're going to give us about 10-15 minutes during the service to explain how Meet the Need works. And then afterwards, they'll actually have laptops uh, connected to the Internet. That's awesome. So that people, uh, after the service, can come and register and and uh, learn how to reach out, get connected with needs in the community. And uh, so it's a wonderful opportunity. Looking forward to that. And if you're part of the Grace Lutheran family, I'm going to look forward to seeing you uh, this Sunday at 10 o'clock.
1: And about Meet the Need, what's really neat for me, I think I've, I've mentioned this before, but I, you know, we get to see the emails coming in. Uh, we get to see when a new need gets posted and we get an email when that need has been met. And it's like today I got home and I checked my email and there were 10 emails in my inbox saying somebody's agreed to meet a need. Isn't that cool? And uh it's super encouraging. And the more people that can get signed up with that and um uh, come and be a part of that, the better uh so it's just a a way to uh because you know in in our busy world it's it's hard to know about things and and this is Absolutely. sort of an easy streamlined way to know what's happening in the community. You know when you see a need there that it has been researched and that that it's a real need and uh, it gets met once and it's it's just a great thing
0: well and and it really is a body of christ thing going on chris you know i mean our at advancing vibrant communities our commission from mission greater modesto was you guys do the research legitimize the needs triage them uh you know do everything that you can to make sure that people aren't scamming the system that it's a safe environment for volunteers And then pass that on to us, and and we will let our congregants know, so that people can get out of the four walls and start loving their neighbors as themselves. And this technology, before it, Chris, we were able to handle a couple of new calls a week. Yeah. And now we can, you know, our sixty or seventy is not unusual for us uh, to get. So the technology is absolutely incredible. If you'd like more information about it, by the way, it's free. F R E E. That's no, a good word. That is a good word, and of course they accept donations. But this this whole technology was ten years in development, backed by a million dollars of of research. It is absolutely incredible. Something we've been looking for uh, for a long, long time. If you like more information on using Meet the Need, and you can use it for your own. Uh, internal congregational needs as well uh, for your volunteers, but also for the needs out in the community and get connected with other uh, ministries in town. If you'd like more information on it, give us a call, 209-544-9571, 209-544-9571, or email us at info at org. info at org. And speaking of Meet the Need, uh, one of our new interns is joining us from the University of Phoenix tonight, Morgan, and um, who I'm meeting for the first time. Meeting for the Hi, first Morgan. time. <laughs> nice and uh, and Morgan has her bapti- baptism and fire here, entering information into Meet the Need, and uh, it is absolutely incredible uh, technology. So encourage you to look at it. And again, if you're a part of the Grace Lutheran family, we'll. Uh, Be happy to show you how it works coming up this Sunday. All right, before we get to our guests, let's check in with our friend Brad Dacus and the Pacific Justice Institute. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Several years ago, conservative Cal Thomas and liberal Bob Beckel wrote a book together called Common Ground. Their mutual message was that America cannot be rescued by politics.
1: Rather, America will be saved by her people returning to the moral and religious principles of her founding. As Washington expressed, Our constitutional system only works if the people demand integrity and morality from their elected leaders.
0: Though some may choose to flee, PGI chooses to put on the full armor of God and stand. We owe it to God, our country, and our families. I'm Brad Dacus.
2: To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org.
3: And
0: back with you live here on Lighthouse Live, Pastor Mike Douglas with you along with our co-host, Chris Whitler. And Chris, we uh, we met a new friend yes. uh, today at our pastor's prayer time. And uh, would you introduce him? And, and uh, Justin, tell us uh, a little bit, too, about uh, what God is leading you to do in this grand adventure that you have embarked upon.
1: Yeah, a couple of days ago I got an email, uh, I, I work also with Youth with a Mission here in Modesto. And, uh, I got an email from my YWAM Modesto inbox from Justin saying, uh, well, I love this, you know, when an email opens up with, uh, I don't really know what to say other than,
0: <laughs> but like,
1: I don't know how to start this email, but, <laughs> and, uh, it basically said, you know, I'm, I'm traveling across the country. And I'm just, uh, on a trip, on a journey to find out what God is doing mm-hmm. and, uh, want to meet up. So we met up the next day and spent the morning together and, uh, just, uh, really appreciated his heart and his step of faith that he's taking. He's taking, uh, uh, nine months to travel across the country to trust God and to uh, meet together with God's family mm. and uh just find out what he's up to in the world and go from there. So we've been hanging out, he's going to hang out for the week uh with what we're doing uh with uh, youth with a mission modesto in our outreach times uh, in the city and uh he's just sort of hanging out with me so I, I dragged him <laughs> along tonight and here he is. So well, ju- Justin, your last name Cantinen, is that Cantinen, name? That's Cantinen, right? Cantinen, yeah. that's right, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Justin, where are you headed next after, and we're privileged, by the way, to host you here in little Modesto in Central yeah. California. Where, where are you headed next?
2: Um, well, thank you for having me, but to be honest, I don't even really know where I'm headed next. <laughs> okay. It literally is um, trying to go day by day, moment by moment, just mm. seeing where God wants me to go. Mm. So I'll spend a few days here, and from from here, I'm not sure. I came from uh, Snohomish, Washington four days ago, and here I am today, so... It's pretty cool
0: and uh what what are maybe one or two highlights of your I know understand your your trip is still its in its infancy what what are one or two highlights so far
2: um, gosh, I keep telling this story, but um I was able to meet and hang out with um Jeremy Roloff from little People big world right? I happened to run into him at a rest stop, and we just kind of hit it off as two Two believers in Christ and we spent the night together under the stars in our hammocks and mm. just uh got to hang out. Um and then honestly Literally Literally Literally, literally hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging from the back of my uh truck and a tree, so it was pretty cool. Um and then really this is like my second stop, so just being able to be here and just uh see what Chris is doing and what God is doing in Modesto has been pretty encouraging and really cool. Awesome.
1: What's yeah. really neat is we we uh we spent the morning together the other day, like I said, and as we were talking, we even realized that him coming to Modesto was a a, a bit of a mistake. That's why in the, <laughs> in the lobby I called it a happy accident, because he thought he was going to another YWIM location. Oh, is that right? He thought yeah. that he was going to a youth with a mission center that does uh, backpacking excursions uh, uh, over on the other side of the Sierras, but he came to Modesto, and here he is, and we we hit it off and yeah we're going to awesome. spend the week together yeah
0: you remember well i'm a little older than you are chris but just a little back in the early 70s a book came out uh it was kind of new ageish but... i was a toddler in the oh, early okay 70s. well then you probably didn't read this book <laughs> sad to say i was not a toddler in the 70s even in the 60s, <laughs> but, uh, that being said. It was, it was called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe you've heard of it. And, uh, you, you know, it's, it's a fictional account, but it's a very philosophical view, very New Age-ish and it's, uh, in its orientation. But as you were describing uh, the journey that you're on today, Justin, it, it, it hit me. You know, this, this is God's version of that. You yeah. know, it's a, yeah. it's a trip. It's a journey, and uh, it's so exciting to see, uh, to hear what God is going to reveal to you on your journey. And, and again, as we yeah. prayed for you uh, earlier today, our, our prayer is that not only would you get new insights into what God is doing and celebrate what he's doing ac- across the country, but also that he would do a magnificent new work in you. Yeah. And make you an even, uh, greater, uh, tool for the kingdom in his hands. So, uh, yeah. we, we wish you the best. We'll be praying for you. And, and please keep us informed. You know, maybe, maybe you can do a remote for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That would well, be pretty cool. He's, he's keeping a blog. Where can people follow you?
2: Yeah. If you want to check it out, it's, uh, www.journeyswithjustin.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Anything you want.
0: Journeyswithjustin.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Justin, thank you, and uh, appreciate you being here too. Yeah, thank you. Well, Chris, uh, we have a, a wonderful guest tonight, and, and you've known her for quite a while, and, and God's doing some great new things. Let's uh, introduce our guest, and, and let's find out what he's doing.
1: Yeah, this is Teresa Hellstrom, and she is the brand new director for Youth for Christ Teen Parent Ministry. And, uh, she's, she's really brand new, like just in the last couple of weeks. Teresa, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about how you, how that came to be.
3: Wow. Well, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much. And, uh, I, I have been a youth pastor here in, uh, the Modesto area for the last 11 years and, um, very, very much love working with youth and um loved being a youth pastor but god called me um beyond that and i was very nervous about that at first uh you know just uh, not not quite um understanding where where he wanted me to go and definitely started feeling that he wanted me to go beyond my comfort zone Um, and, uh, I have worked with youth for Christ, no youth for Christ, um, from, um, being a kid and also working with them when I was in college, uh, during, uh, their times of campus life and, and so forth that that was up in the Portland area. And, um, have had a really great relationship uh, with Youth for Christ here in the um, Central Valley. It's been really, really cool to see all of the different things that they're involved with.
1: And Teresa and I met at uh, the Youth Pastors Network here in Modesto. We meet every Thursday for coffee and uh, uh, do some things together and... Uh, network together and share resources and so Teresa and I met at that and there's a, a large uh, Youth for Christ presence at the uh, Youth Pastors Coffee there.
3: Yeah, it really really is a great place to be able to network together and it's not just Youth Pastors even though we affectionately call it Youth Pastors Network. Uh, we really um, have become those that are uh, associated with ministries to youth, um, in mm. Modesto. And, uh, so I, I have the privilege of still being able to go have coffee with them. They don't <laughs> boot me out or anything. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited, um, though just to to be able to know that, that now I am going to be ministering, um, outside the box. Um, and uh, really, being able to um, to work with um, and uh, within this community um, more than than I was before.
0: You know, over over the decades, I think the the Western Church and in particular the North American Church has has learned to look at the world more through Christ's eyes than our corporate eyes. And part of that has been learning to minister to people who used to be shunned. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, you know, that ranges from gangbangers to to addicts to whatever. And Teresa, you're you're dealing with a, a population that could be at tremendous risk for disappearing
3: mm-hmm. within
0: the, the congregational life. Talk to us a little bit about your passion. For these young ladies, and, and then how, how did God lead you to commit your life to serving them?
3: You know, uh, um, it's very, very hard to watch sometimes in ministry the way that we judge mm. and the way that we treat others, um, and the the population of teen parents or pregnant teens uh, has has a tendency to be judged right off the bat whether that's in the society or whether that's in the church mm-hmm. and um i think that so often we just don't know how to respond um mm-hmm. because we know that uh, that there is a definite need there but there's almost um kind of being scared and not not knowing how to um help and I, I think that one of the, the greatest uh, needs is just to be able to embrace um, these, these parents because every single one of us have uh, messed up in life nobody can ever say that um that we are perfect and um and have done everything the way that we should mm. and so and being able to um reach out and touch uh these teen parents in um such a way as Christ would um is just absolutely important to me um because i know that uh, a lot of them have come from situations where they have no idea what Christ's love really means. And, uh, it's really, really hard, um, to be able to, uh, look at some of the situations that they're in and to be able to listen to some of their stories. Um, because, uh, they, all they need is just somebody to come alongside and to love them and to hug on them and, and to let them know that, um, that they can dream. That they, um, they can, uh, be able to go on and, uh, Um, to be um, so much more than they could have ever thought because God has dreams for them still.
0: I would imagine that you have two sets of challenges for the male parent as well as the female parent. What what are some of the different ways that you have to approach the young men versus the, the young women?
3: I think one of the hardest um, challenges for us is that we have a very hard time uh, reaching out to the males, uh, mostly because they're not required um, to do anything, um, and a lot of times, uh, at least what what I've seen as statistics is that about half of the the um, dads uh, are over twenty one and so they're they're outside of the the realm of being a teenager at that point and it's they're they've just got a whole different life um going on so I think um, one of the hardest things um, is having a venue, um, having um, a way uh, to be able to pull them in and and to speak to them. And that's one of the things that we're visioning about uh, and just really um, hope that and pray that um, we as a community can find some solutions to that, um, especially because, you know, for the other half that are under 21, you know, they – that's one of the biggest problems that we have in society, um, today is the, the, um, the lack of fathers. Mm -hmm. Um, and that we, we just really need to be able to come alongside these guys and be able to help encourage them that they can, they can be really good fathers and they can, um, really make a difference in their child's life.
1: Yeah. For so many, um, well in almost every area of life, it's like, if you're feeling alone, and overwhelmed it's easy just to give up but often what what people need in any kind of difficult search, circumstance like that is for someone to come alongside of them put their arm around them and walk through it with them mm-hmm. and that takes time and uh <laughs> it's, it's 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 simple but it's not easy you know
0: well i would imagine that some energy and pre-planning and wisdom has to go into how do we make it safe for this young lady and or this young man mm-hmm. to develop a relationship with us how do you make it safe mm-hmm. for them in a in a culture that that um, may not may not be too safe for them
3: at this time we have um five locations that we're having teen parent clubs at and um Two of those, uh, locations in particular are going into parenting classes at, um, at the school. So at Downey and at Elliott, we have the privilege, um, of being able to go into their class and, and take over one period a week, um, to be able to spend, um, with these kids, um, like, with, as
1: a part of the school day?
3: Yeah, as a part of their school That's day. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm um and that that is a privilege we do not take lightly and uh, that is huge that that the school district has allowed us to do that and, and uh we um we're really really um uh trying to emphasize just uh, b- being able to have fun to uh get to know them a whole lot better to be able to go through uh different uh um, character ca- character and value um, type development as well as bringing in special speakers uh, just to help them through uh, this this process.
0: What are some of the lies, so to speak, that you need to dispense with for some of these kids? What are some of the uh, deceptions that you need to work through with? Uh, I mean because you know the evil one just Rams them with you 're not up to snuff, you know you 're no good, uh, mm-hmm. they hear the echoes maybe of of uh, their fathers, which may not have been too supportive, and uh, all of that noise how, how do you cut through all of that and announce truth for them in their lives? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I, I think the biggest thing, um, for us is that we want for them, um, to be able to be treated, um, like they are, um, a person of value. Ah. And, mm. um, to, to continue to, um, to speak into them, um, self-worth, um, to, uh, to teach them um through our own mentoring outside of the classroom that they are a child of god mm-hmm. um that uh they they are loved that um that life is not always um what we were taught or shown uh as we were growing up um but there is much more um, to life and uh just allowing them to be able to see that um that there, There is um, a chance at success. I think so many of them think that once they get pregnant that that's just going to be what life has gotten um, mm-hmm. for them. And they shut down. They, uh, There's a lot of them that stop going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, a lot of uh, who we are is trying to embrace them, uh, love on them, uh, to educate them and uh, to encourage them to stay in school and empower them um, to know um, that they are made for more and that they can be great parents as well as they can go on to be great members of society.
0: takes a while to build that trust?
3: Yes. Mm. Yes, it does. And, you know, it, it takes a, a lot of um, of showing up every single week and, um, showing them that, that we care about them, allowing them to, um, to talk to us outside of our meeting times and, and creating mentoring type relationships.
1: What does a typical, uh, meeting look like? Like when you, how, however long you have them for, is it an Mm -hmm. hour or so? Like what's the, what do they, what do they do during that time?
3: Well, it depends on the venue as to how long I have. So okay. it, it's very interesting. At, at Elliot, I have maybe 30 minutes. And <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> trying to condense everything in there. Yeah. But um but uh we're using a curriculum that's called the antivirus um, and i uh, it it really really um helps for us to be able to uh, talk about things like direction and goals and um and even uh you know things like anger and and uh, it's based
1: in the proverbs right uh
3: you know i I don't know that answer you probably know it yeah. better than i do <laughs> uh. It is uh, a curriculum that is highly esteemed and being used um, very, very well in um, different places, and this has been been proven to be a good um, way to do that. So we we do some work out of there. Um, we also uh, do some um, things of bringing in special speakers that that can help to speak to um, special topics along the lines of you know healthcare and and uh, how to take care of your baby and, and, um, different things like that. And we also do, um, some group building, um, type of, um, exercises and, and, um, and reflective, um, different things. One of the things we're, we're wanting to do a lot more with is scrapbooking, um, type stuff, um, this year. And, uh, that's, that's actually one of the needs that we have is that, um, I'm in need of, People that have scrapbooking stuff just laying around that they're Ooh. not using anymore, um, and uh, so they're, we're we're looking at doing all sorts of um, fun stuff with them. But everything that we do has has a reason, and uh, will help to point to um, what it is that we're trying to to help them with. What about the
0: parents of? The new parents. How, how do you deal with them, or are they a factor for you in, in, in your particular context?
3: You know, I'm still very, very new um, to this. It, it sounds like, um, from, from what I've been told, is that um, there's a lot of parents that aren't involved. Mm. Um, I think that's um, that's an issue um, that we have out there in, in culture is that there's a lot of um, girls uh, that will get pregnant and that will be sent just to go live with a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then there, there are parents that are involved and, and are, um, great help, uh, in helping to raise the grandchild as it comes along. Um, so there, there really is a, a gamut of, of, uh, good and bad, um, when it comes to the parents.
0: What are some of the challenges that you see in working with churches in general? Uh, obviously mm. we want them incorporated. We, we want them to feel welcomed. Uh, what are, what are some of the obstacles uh, or are there any that you've seen in, in getting them connected with a congregation?
3: I think one of the hardest things is if you do an experiment, uh, one Sunday morning, have a girl walk in. Uh, looking like she's pregnant mm. and see what, uh, what the whispers, the, the looks, um, are that, that come from the congregation because, um, unfortunately, I think that a lot of people say that they don't want to judge, but, um, our minds just go there. Um, so I think it's really, um, important that in some ways that, that a congregation talks about it ahead of time. Um, you know, I, I have a cousin that was 18 parent and she walked in, um, and my, uh, my aunt and uncle and my grandparents walked right next to her, you know, walking in there and sat down with her. And I know that, that she had a lot of stares, a lot of whispers, um, but it really helps. Um, when there's people that are willing to stand alongside uh, that uh, pregnant teen um, or um, or even the dad if the dad's involved and um, be able to help to be a source for them of strength as they go in there,
0: are you dealing mostly uh with young ladies who are pregnant or those who have already given birth or or both
3: correct yes both both okay yes All right.
0: Now, once uh, let, let's say for the for the pregnant teen, uh, how do you loop them into area resources? Who, do, what, what agencies do you look for that will help them through the process and encourage them to to keep the baby?
3: Well, um, we actually have, um, and it, and I
0: mean that in the context of versus an abortion. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about adoption or or adoption I'm talking about mm-hmm. in, in terms of whether to abort the baby or not.
3: Well, I know that um the Modesto Pregnancy center um it is a great resource um, for that, and they they will help um, to be able to counsel them and uh, help them to be able to see a, a sonogram of the baby and and to um, just help them through that process of uh, thinking through what their options are and so forth. I know that um that uh, Bethany. Um, it is also a great resource, um, if they think that there might be a possibility that they want to adopt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the privilege of going on a tour of, of their facilities, uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, it's a
1: beautiful place. Over yes, it's gorgeous. gorgeous.
3: <laughs> it really is. Uh, we really do have a community that is, um, loving and, um, does have a lot of, uh, different, uh, resources for them. Um, we, we have put together, uh, some, uh, a, a little brochure that helps for them to be able to, um, know where they can go and, uh, just, um, just know that there are lots of resources available to them for a lot of the different things that they may have questions about.
1: I, th- I find that that's kind of an issue in our area is that there is a lot available and mm-hmm. it's hard to find out about it. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah, yeah, any way right. we can get the information out there is good. Yes. Yeah.
0: What What are some of the fears that especially some of the young women have as you encounter them in the early stages? Mm-hmm. What, what What are they afraid of?
3: I would say that, um, there, there's a lot of fear of what will people think, Mm -hmm. um, at how, how can I handle, um, this and, uh, and just, um, I think the fear too of, of what about, you know, all the rest of the dreams that I had for Mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mm Um, and, um, you know, some some of these girls, uh, it was a planned thing, um, not not all of them, um, but there are some of them that that did plan it, mm. um, and you know they they come from a culture that that's okay, um, and some of them, um, you know, are just looking for love and thinking that that's the way um, that they can get it in their life. Mm. Um, but uh, I think that that so many of them don't really, it doesn't really truly hit them until ac- they're actually pregnant, and then they're full of all sorts of different questions. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, really takes having a large support system to come alongside them and help them through.
0: Well, speaking of support systems, I imagine you can't do it all yourself, Teresa. Uh, <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> Volunteers? What What opportunities are there?
3: I do. I am in such need <laughs> of volunteers. She's got lists in front of her right now.
1: Here we go. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, like I said earlier, we have five different locations um that we're at and right now it's just me and um and I'm part-time uh, as well as one other part-time um, gal that her name is Julia. I believe that she's been on here before. Um that uh, help um to do these. And so really I need volunteers for each and every location. Mm. Um, and so um, I'm looking for for volunteers that um, can uh commit to being at um one location a week. Um, it will um really just take a couple of hours a week um and then getting together for, for planning and and so forth about once a month. Um but then also um people that are willing um or we're also asking that those people are also willing to share their lives outside of the club. Mm. Um you know be willing to uh, to be a resource um for a girl when she has questions and um or just to sit down um to coffee with her sometime and and just to be able to share your life.
0: Now do these volunteers mm-hmm. I would assume need to go through some type of background check? Am I right?
3: Yes, and there's, there's a, a pretty good, uh, substantial volunteer <laughs> packet, uh, that they have to fill out, sure. um, as well as a background check, um, and. So you're talking
0: about fingerprinting and application to fill out, the whole yes, thing. Yes,
3: right and now. recommendations, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. But, it's worth it. Totally in, worth in it. In order to, to really, really, um, be able to touch the lives sure. of these girls. Um, I I would also um, like to suggest, too, that, you know, um, oh, you do need to know as a volunteer that all of these locations are during the day. So if you work a normal 8 to 5 job um, that's Monday through Friday, at this time, um, it won't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh You know we do have visions in the future of being able to start up a um, Bible study um, for the teen parents in the in the evening one night and and love to be able to um, to have help with that. Um, I'm also looking for child care uh, for um, one of the locations. Um, and, you know, th- you definitely have to go through all of that background check mm-hmm. and so forth because we want to make sure that those kids are safe. But, yeah, absolutely. But um, definitely um, could use some help with that.
0: Now, if people are interested, Teresa, how do they reach you to begin the process?
3: <laughs> um, I would say uh, the best way to reach me would be uh, T. Hellstrom. That's T H E L L S T R O M at scyfc dot com. So that's T Hellstrom at scyfc dot com. That's for Central Valley Youth for Christ.
0: Again, friends, that's t-hellstrom, t-h-e-l-l-s-t-r-o-m, at s-c-y-f-c dot com. And, uh, if you have the time and, and I would imagine that maybe some folks who have been through this, either as a family member or personally, would be, uh, wonderfully equipped Mm -hmm. if they have a heart for Christ, uh, to, to minister here. Uh, as you look at your time in vocational ministry as a pastor to mm-hmm. youth and now ministering to these teen parents. What touches you about the major challenges facing our youth today? Because it tends to mm. tends to differ a little bit from generation to generation. You've got your finger on the pulse of, of this up-and-coming generation. What are some of the major challenges that you see are, are facing them?
3: I think some of the biggest challenges that we face are a lack of um, of face-to-face interaction mm. um, with each other, um, as well as uh, a sense of entitlement. Uh, We especially um, see that a lot um, within this generation is that it just seems like they they expect for it to be given to them instead of um, understanding how to earn um, things and to actually work hard. I know that that's something that, that I'm working on even with my six-year-old is trying to, to teach her that, you know, I'm not gonna just get up and, and go get you something when you want it. Mm. You know, you have, you have the ability to do that as well. Um, but I think that, that we, um, we've seen a lot, um, of, uh, parents, uh, and guardians, uh, just kind of cave in and, uh, give, them what they want and so it's a lot harder to um, get them to understand that that you know you uh, working hard is is a value mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that that each and every one of us need to know um, what to do because once you get out into society it's not just going to be given to you mm.
0: Once again, friends, if you're interested, you can email Teresa at that's tHellstrom. That's t h e l l s t r o m at scyfc. dot com. T Hellstrom at scyfc. dot com. And uh, if you're listening to one of the archived broadcasts here, you're listening, for example, on YouTube or on our website. Uh, in the little description uh, window there, it will also have Teresa's email address there, and you can uh, certainly copy that and, and contact her as well. Teresa, how can we pray for you and uh, your section of Youth for Christ over the next couple of uh, months? What, what challenges are, are you facing?
3: I would um, beg your prayers for um, for these uh, teen parents. Mm. And, uh, what they're going through and, um, for our, uh, need for volunteers and, um, also financial resources, um, financial and, um, and donation type things such as diapers and, um, Mm -hmm. and, um, we try to give those out for donations or for incentives, sorry. Um, but, but we need, um, we need to have those in order to be able to give them out. Um, i I would just um I would love um, your prayers just for God's vision um, for this ministry and helping us to um, know better how to reach out um, to the the moms as well as the dads um, mm-hmm. and um, to just be built up in in the way that God wants us to be
1: in terms of the volunteers you need, if there's somebody out there thinking. Well, I don't teach or I can't speak in public, so obviously I can't be a part of that club. Uh, what kind of can you use any kind of volunteer?
3: I really can yeah, I, well, somebody who's willing as long as they pass it back I, okay. somebody who's willing to be a team player mm-hmm. um, and that really wants to just share their heart and their life mm-hmm. with with kids nice. you know i we are going to have personalities that can teach. Um, we're going to have personalities that are better at doing crafts and and stuff like that, and I need that. Um, we're going to have people that are just better at organization um, that can help to keep us um, organized and going. You know, I I just want to be able to take um, the gifts that um, God has instilled in each and every one of the volunteers and be able to use their gifts.
0: Amen to that. Chris, would you lead us in a prayer for Teresa and this? great ministry. Sure. Lord, thank you so much
1: for, uh, youth for Christ, um, around the world and, uh, youth for Christ here in the central Valley. And, uh, we just, uh, pray over this part of their ministry. Thank you so much for, uh, bringing Teresa into, uh, what I feel like is just the perfect spot for her. And, Mm. uh, Lord, we just, uh, you, you heard her request, God, and, and, uh, we we want to add our prayers to hers and say, Lord, please meet these needs. Lord, send her volunteers. Um, and uh, we pray for the teen parents, God, that you would uh, bless them in this stage of their life and uh, bring them willing mentors who will sit with them, uh, share with them, and walk with them through this overwhelming part of their life. And, uh, God, bring them to the other side uh, confident and uh, knowing that you still have their dreams in mind. And, uh, God, thanks for these children, too, that are being born. What a blessing. Mm. And uh, we just pray that you would raise them up to be a blessing to our community, too. In mm. Jesus' name, amen.
0: Our guest tonight, Teresa Hellstrom from Youth for Christ. Thank you so much, uh, Teresa. And we'll thanks keep you in prayer, you. prayer and uh, maybe have you back in a couple months to see what God has done in that uh, tremendous ministry. Again, friends, the way to reach Teresa T. Hellstrom at SCYFC.com. T. at SCYFC.com. For Chris Whitler and all of us here at Lighthouse Live. Thanks for joining us this week. We we'll look forward to seeing you next time here on Lighthouse Live. May God bless you all.